Okay, so currently I'm just walking on a path where no human wanted to walk, and especially at this time, 9:33. It's a weird path. It's only the heavy vehicles which has been traveling to pass around the the things to make road and very very less passenger cars is going and of course yes there is no public transport so oh this cars doesn't stop so uh, it's been like how many hours it's like four and a half hours i started from benio i left the hotel like 4 pm then I need to reach the main highway so I could get hitchhike. I mean, I could hitchhike, and there is no easy way to get to the highway. I just need to cross the lots of train tracks. I sort of cannot say illegal, but it looks really like normal. Like I saw that people were like crossing the tracks. Yeah, it was like six, seven tracks across, and then reached the main highway. and it doesn't even look like a highway it's just full of mud in the road when two vehicles pass by it will just create like a thunder uh, like a how do i say it's like the sand in the air like fully like fade away the the real view and then you can't even see who is walking or what which vehicle is coming ahead of you that kind of situation but anyway i started walking don't want to wait because as much as time i wait is going to delay distance so i started walking and then i saw and then one guy one car came that guy started picking up me yeah it's not like they're going to like come until like uzbekistan they're just going to like uh, be until for a specific distance yeah like like short distance he dropped me at a place Where there were a few people waiting, who finished work in a construction place, and then they were interested in taking a pictures with me. Yes, of course I am a good guy, and a handsome guy as well from India. So they a lot of people took the pictures. Then they left after the bus came. Then I started walking. I think I walked like two, three kilometers. Nobody seems to be like, yeah, not like three kilometers. I guess it's like two kilometers. It was like forty-five minutes. Yeah, it's then that that means it should be like more. Yeah, yeah. Then I started walking, walking, and finally, when I was like trying to ask for like each eye, everybody is like showing their both hand as if like, uh, man, what do you want? Kind of thing. Or like, what are you doing here? Sort of thing. Anyway. Doesn't matter. This part of the route. Um, so then I started walking on the not on the main road, just like and on the sidewalk. It's full of like a sand. I started walking on the route, and then so there was like Han. Pam 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 pam. There seems to be one guy who is like 25 years old. He's been driving from Almaty until to. the distance and on the route i am walk i'm wa- i was walking so he stopped me he got me into the 
his um, his truck. Then he dropped me at a one place. I was hoping that he could just he gonna drop me somewhere next to the border, but it doesn't seems to be. And and the worst case, what I thought is that from the Benyao to this border, I thought it's seven kilometer. Actually, it is seventy-two kilometer. So I thought it uh, when I looked at it, I thought like, okay, maybe seven point two we can just even if we cannot hitchhike, also should be able to do. So that's why I was like very confidently telling the people, no, I will just uh, go because the, the the guy who brought me for the lunch, he was offering me he could pay for my uh, departure. He's he will he will pay and then they will drop me at the bottom and all those things i told them no 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 i don't want to bother you guys all those things and i didn't even know that it's 70 kilometer and then that guy still want to like offer me anyway yeah uh, yeah the situation is like stupid nasty that i didn't know it's a 72 kilometer so yeah after that that fast truck dropped me then another truck that also which is like this guy came for like few kilometers then he also wanted to drop me off then there was another guy he drove for like three kilometers the before guy was not bad he was like around like 10 kilometer then this guy dropped like two three or five kilometers and still i have Five kilometers to walk. That's not very bad. There is still a way to survive, or say, to reach the border. So, yeah, I'm walking on the road. Seems like I hear some sound. I don't know what sound it is, but yeah. So after um, reaching the the border immigration, they looked at my passport and they looked at my the visa papers. They said, "Okay, good, welcome." It was very simple. It was very very simple. It's like it's like um, um, I mean, for example, in my city, in my city in Chennai, when you when you when you, when you, when you go to na, I mean, in, in in many cities, in many train stations, you have just this. Uh, detector this detector and then they will have this baggage uh, checker it was just like that and then there was like a table where he checked the passport and then the visa that's it so this is the thing they had it was very simple five minutes i was like very happy i was like i mean after walking down all these things and then reaching this destination i mean not the destination but the middle of the uh, even touching the border i feel happy okay alhamdulillah it's totally good I asked them to take me a picture. I have that picture. Then um, I walked down. I I I I walked down. I I went for washroom and then I went outside. It was cold. So I I I I got my clothes again on because when you are in a baggage checker, you need to remove all those things. Yeah. So I'm so so I'm so I'm covered again. I walked in. 
it's again like it was like dark because i didn't do a proper research so i looked at it, there is no buses or anything is nothing like uh just because uh, there is lots of um lorries this transport containers just like more uh, between these countries only those containers uh parking was there like all the container i mean just those lorries were just like there people were like just sleeping and then the, the restaurants were like silent can't remember exactly what time is that then i stand stand there and looked at it i tr- so there were like few vehicles moved i tried to stop them but nobody stopped i was like oh no what should we do it's it's uh nothing nothing is moving so so and then after 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 a few try i i i sort of like uh got into um um container uh, truck um that was really lucky it's because that container truck i traveled for 1300 kilometers if i'm not mistaken because from the border to the bukhara no no not not bukhara not bukhara i mean i stopped at the interjunction between the kiwa and then the bukhara so so yeah i went until to the um kiwa kiwa if i pronounce it right so 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 the kiwa kiwa is is a, is a, is a, is, a, is an old um city um so so that container dropped me in in the junction not exactly he he went to the kiwa because he need to go to the bukhara actually i i wish i could i could go to uh, directly to bukhara but but the thing is that kiwa is also an only ancient city so it's better to because it's just along the it's better to see that and before going there so i got down he got in um he so so it was, that was just like a village i just like walked inside that village i just sat there for a while to have some water um just relax myself for a few minutes and then then i started walking the good thing happened when i was in the truck is that that guy gave me like he was just talking um just for like few minutes we we both were like talking then after that he said that don't 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 worry just 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 go and sleep usually it seems like these truck drivers just like uh, because it's a live experience real time experience is just they, behind their seats they have like this big bed where you can sleep yeah i mean like maybe it's for the i mean in my term we call it as a cleaner but the the, the assistant the assistants can sleep or uh, whichever the driver uh, who swapped the other one they can just sleep there i slept and then on the early morning uh, i wake up he was like okay good morning kind of like a face and then he gave me few apples because apple is like i think it's like easy to get it there he he had like lot of apples he gave me just like two pieces asked me to eat brush and then eat not like brush just like mouthwash and then eat so i had that then only after that only he 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 dropped me off then i walked inside the village and uh, just to just to see it was not more than like 20 houses or something but it was it it looked like my uh, my village uh, my village in my hometown yeah so 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 i walked and then i looked at a few people it was just like few construction going on and then i tried cross that there was just some some fields i think it's a cotton field uh the farming and all those things then i went to the main road that's where uh, i was like standing there um i was like trying to wave few uh, cars 
the uh, so I'm, I'm i'm standing facing in front of the road okay so from the left no from the right side there is the a car came okay there were like three four guys were there and the car came and he asked me where i want to go i said i want to go kiwa i don't know what is the plan these people had or whether they had a plan to go to kiwa they took a u-turn they got me into the car and then they brought me to the kiwa while we were, so one of the guys a tajikistan guy and another another guys um all all uzbek people so there was like a check post uh we crossed there when we were crossing only that just the first time i was like hearing stories like they were telling that um tajik people um not all but he was just sharing uh, based on uh past instances there were some sort of like uh, terrorist attacks on uzbek people so there was some sort of like a clash maybe maybe like india pakistan kind of thing so all tajik peoples are 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 are, are like double checked um, they always like they, they they have this 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 internal conflicts okay so they checked um and then um then we went to the kiwa those guys dropped me off it was like when i reached there it was like i think nine or like 10 o'clock i was like very tired um uh, they said that they're going inside they asked me whether i want to join no i said that i need to get some rest so the hostel was just nearby i mean the hostel which i wanted to go it was just nearby just opposite to that the kiwa the whole ancient building in front of that so i went there i went there i um the room was available so i checked and then i went inside then only i saw that the norwegian guy which i was like traveling with him from uh, um azerbaijan was uh, from the cargo ship he was also already there so it was like a good uh, nice uh, meeting again so we had some chat and then uh, we, did, we 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 got we both got ready then he said uh, they said that okay we will we will we will we will go to the ancient building and then see so then we got ready we had some uh, food there and then we went to the ancient building we started um just started together just seeing the first inter- in, i mean inside that wall there is like many buildings so first two buildings then then he asked me uh, whether uh, i'm not sure whether he asked me and i asked you uh whether should be like separate and then go with our flow i said i'm happy to do that because i i personally like like to see in a different way maybe he, he likes to see in a different way the speed of like looking at these things so i i i went on a certain path and he went on a certain path then i just like went inside it was just like brown color everything is like brown color with a, with a small small um i'll share in the photos it's going to be in my book um so Uh, i was just like walking uh walking around seeing those uh old building i'm not sure i mean i'm not sure the exact years but it's very old generation maybe like 14 or 12th century buildings because uh the bukhara city was done on uh 14th if i'm not mistaken and and the kiwa is even older than that um uh this uh, the uh, i mean the ruler or 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 sort of the uh, how do i say the emperor kind of i mean for example similar like moguls at the time that region was controlled by a um i can't say a team but like the thing is called 
Kavasaram. It's a Kavasaram kind of like empire. Okay, I will put those exact name there. So, so it it was it was very nice. I mean, like even though it is very old, all those building is just stays as it is. I went inside uh, to the different buildings and then um, looked at how they have uh, constructed those buildings. It's all very cool. And then there were some cultural dances were happening on. I even took the video of that. Um, it's on my YouTube. Um, I, uh, the cultural dances was going on. And uh, there were like small museums where you can see these old uh, king's photos and then how they were looking. And also I met an interesting guy. He's, uh, he was like always like smiling. He even, is, he even is sold his book for a very discounted price to me very very discounted price after we spoke for a very long time he said that brother i give you this, the book for just this price okay this is the cost i'm just giving to you only for the cost you don't need to pay me extra it was very nice to me the interesting thing about him is that he has like two wife both were just like sitting with him at the time they both were like making fun at uh, me fun at him that guy was like just like calm, like like smiling. I was like, are you really serious? This water or your wife? He was like, yes, you can ask them. So I asked them one guy, I think the one is like a lady and another one is like, she's like very youngster. But this guy is not that much, but, but looks like a good pair for them. But yeah, it was very interesting to me, like meeting someone who has like two wife for the, not like first time, but like special. Yeah, then um, they showed me around like different places. Just just on the building, he showed me like different thing, explaining like like um, how how I mean the I mean the upper ceiling or the top ceiling. Even in the top ceiling, those building has some designs. He showed me uh, those things. Then after. I was it was it as it was a good conversation just sat there relaxing then I walked around it was uh, and then it uh, almost become like um, five o'clock it was like sun setting at the time if I'm not mistaken and then I met an another woman she's a, sort of like a guardian um, where I can go to the, the top of the minaret minaret means it's like the tower the tower from the top you can see the whole city yeah she told me some price I was like, wow. I was like, hello, dear. You look good. Can you discount for me? I was like that. Then she said, oh, I said, please don't. Okay, then she said, okay. So I paid lesser price because I need to be on a budget travel. So I paid a lesser price. I just went there. And it was like almost reaching the end of the day as well so they don't allow people so she gave me a special permission so i went there i was able to see the whole this kiva city i took a video it's on youtube and then the photos is gonna be in the pictures and gonna be in the book um so it it, it, it especially the old ancient cities when you see from the top the look and the beauty of it is it's really you can't explain it's it's it's, it's well architected and it looks like there is a beauty in them. And when the sunlight changes, whether it's a morning sunlight or the evening sunlight, the building colors also looks varies. Not just here. I, I, I felt the same when I was in Myanmar as well. Those, uh, those what is it? Pagot. 
I forgot the name. So um, there is a city where, not not Rangoon. Uh, oh my God, why I forgot this? So it has like full of this uh, pagod. Um, so when you see from the top and the sunlight, based on the sunlight, the building color looks really different. So it was like really beautiful at the time. Um, it's an it's an interesting thing. I mean, uh, the one fun fact is that those uh, women there I mean they really have a charm in their face I was um, in one of the building she was uh, I think 30 plus or something she was she was like usually in these places like Uzbekistan and uh, yeah especially Uzbekistan people if they hear you're from India they like to have like some fun talk with you I don't know why is that because they, some, some guys, uh, when I was in the other cities, they were like telling, oh, um, the people, I mean, the Mughals came from Uzbekistan. I mean, that's the source. So they say that they have some connection or something. I don't know, man. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was like fun uh, moments there, like speaking with them, looking at them. Yeah, I mean, they are beautiful as well. Then after that, um, everything, they started to close. So I just went back and looked. Uh, I just went back to the hostel, so that's the part of the Kiva. Um, the next place is that from 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 Kiva. Now I need to go to uh, Bukhara. Bukhara is the city which in my life I always wanted to see. When I was in Turkey, I was thinking, should I should I just take like Georgia? And then go maybe try Russia or should I go to the Central Asia? The main decision why I wanted to go to Central Asia was the Bogara because I have seen in the images how the beautiful architectures were, those, those, those buildings, those colors they have used, those Tarkash colors, all those things. It's like, it's like you can't imagine. I took so much of design inspiration from there. So, so, so. I'm gonna explain you next about the Bukhara, what happened there. Speak soon. So, I'm gonna play the music of the, the, the dance which happened in the in the Kiva before we go into the next one it's I'm not sure whether you understood or not. Of course, um, you can see the longer version from the YouTube. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was it was just fun to see the way they dance and all those things. I met an interesting family uh, there. It's a French in Kiva and in the hostel, the same hostel I stayed. Um, this family, I mean, uh, like uh, 35 years old, maybe yeah, 35 to 40 years. He has a kid. Maybe uh, he'll be like seven to ten and then they have a baby as well they are traveling together in a van okay um, 
the van is like the fiat van and then they are traveling like like in many places they, it's it's called the chapran family i'm looking at the photo now it says the chapran fa- the chapran family around the world yeah so um it was i mean when i looked at them it was an inspiration for me that when i grow whatever the situation i mean when i like after the marriage yeah, marriage and the, all those things i should be like that not exactly like that i should just go out don't worry about a lot of things yeah so that's one in, in, inspiration for me then after that um we moved on um from supposed to go to bukhara but i had a chance to go to uh, urganj yeah so urganj is like between uh, bukhara and uh, um kiwa and also i need to like um i need to like like get a sim card and all those things i found it that um, i won't be able to find uh, sim cards and all those things in kiwa so i need to go to urganj i went there the city was again is clean uh, it's clean there was so much of uh, i mean the lakes and all it's big lakes big uh, like a canals were there it was very clean very spacious you won't be able to find like um feel like uh, any like how do i say nice not not yet no air pollution at all yeah so i bought it and then um i bought the thing uh, because that's that's important for me to like um internet yeah of course is very important for to communicate so when there uh, and also the train station um the train is also from urganj only yeah the the, the, the main uh, train start from urganj you won't be able to get a train from kiwa um to to go to easily to the bukara the easiest way is there to get a train so i'm not he checking now yeah so then i uh, i went there i i i bought the um, tickets then i bought the tickets and then i just check with them what is the when is the um, the, the train will be leaving it has like few hours so i just went out i went out and then i chatted with those uh, people um at the time only i lost my one of my gloves usually miss a lot of things small small things i mean like when you're like running here and there and uh, and i met a family i mean when I, when, the, when the journey started i was sitting and then just because i'm a foreigner people were interested in talking with me and um, there was like a one big family i i i started um, i started like uh, discussing uh, about like different topics and then um, there was like one old woman she told me that um, when you go to samarkand you should stay at my son's place yeah because uh, i think she was moving from uh, they are in different city i can't remember the exact city so so that that, that person was um, helping her mom to bring it back to her to her hometown so so they gave their contact number so actually when i went to um, samarkand tashkan tashkan yeah the city when i went to tashkan actually i stayed at their place for like 2 3 days it was one of the best memory i ever had in my life he has like two kids i, I will go into the later yeah so um so uh, i i took the train yeah and then i reached uh, bukhara after i reached the bukhara um there also i met again uh, the people i met in the cargo ship so this uh, this Spanish or Portuguese guy. I met him. The Norwegian guy was different. So this guy is like uh, I can't 
Filippi. He's in my Facebook list. I can't remember his name. So see, I forgot. I'm start, start to forget things. But yeah, so um, we went to see these uh, different minaret again. Um, different minaret, and then it's it's it's. I mean, you don't need like more than a day there. It's like on a on a evening walk. You just go there. Um, you can you can you can. It's it's a small fort. You can look at the whole fort, and then you can also walk. to the nearby uh, madrasas as well yeah the school so uh, what happened was that uh, when i um, when i went to the bukharandan um, uh, when i was like evening time and i was like walking along the um, mosque um, so it was like maghrib prayer i mean the uh, evening after evening prayer so i went there i prayed and i met a guy i said salam he said reply i reply i remember salam then we started he i mean he doesn't speak english uh, but we were speaking just like um with whatever we can i mean like not in a language but like with a single word kind of like hum- uh, human uh, speaking language yeah that way we spoke and then uh, he said that he wanted like follow me i'm going to uh, he said in his own language okay but i, I sort of like able to interpret i'm going to uh, some other place you want to, there is like an another madrasa that you want to follow something so i sort of like understood um so i went with him and um, he i think there was like one more senior person was there so he uh, senior person and there were another junior person to him he he that senior person was like help him helping him no 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 he was helping the junior person on how to to, to make the turban i mean the people there they don't put this um, this muslim cap they have this white color thing i don't know the english name for it so so he was like teaching there i was like looking how these guys are like um, how these guys are like spending their time because they are like they are doing some religious studies yeah so i was like just wondering what these people are like doing even though i come from the same religion but i don't have much knowledge on those things so uh, i saw them then he brought to his hostel he told me you can have your dinner here i said oh, no then he said no worry don't worry don't worry then he brought me inside then i think sort of like a warden or someone someone said that no you can't bring external people inside then he said that, okay sorry all those things then i then i just went back i just went back uh, he, he, the food prices and all those things are is like very cheap there and it, the foods are really good as well i mean it's all meat uh, kind of thing meat and just bread yeah so uh, i like those things so um we went there He went there. I, I, I. The day passed, and then the second day, I started to walk again. Look at this, these trees, those sounds. It was very nice. Then from there only, um, there is a um, person called uh, Buhari. Yeah, I mean, I thought the Buhari. Okay, actually, there is a religious person. Yeah, like a chief religious person, uh, like a scholar. He is the one who collected all the histories. of prophet yeah peace be upon him around like 600,000 uh, hadiths hadiths means it's like history collections how prophet has lived and all those things yeah his name is different his name is like abdullah muhammad abu abdullah muhammad just because he come from bukhara his name become bukhari then only i know that i didn't know that he has a different name so i i wanted to go and visit his place because he is one of like a big scholar i want to visit like where his tomb and all those things so i i i assume that it's going to be in bukhara but actually it's not in bukhara his um 
his um i mean how do i say his death place at the buried place is different like like few kilometers away from bukhara so the next day i found how to go there and then i took uh, first i took a bus then from there it's like a sh- sort of like a shared auto then i visited the place then i um, visited uh, his um, tomb and it was also a quiet place um, recently only this 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 all these buildings have been uh, i mean building especially the tomb for him has been renovated and and and, and um, how do i say um like rebuilded and then made that as a special place i think previously it was like very quiet places okay so it was very nice to go there and then i mean i never expected in my life that um i know these people i know i mean the scholars yeah they are like really special people in religion i i never expected that i that i will go there and visit their place it was it was yeah it's it's so rare I mean when I was in Saudi as well when there was a another like um how do I say I can't say gate okay but he is like a religious gate when he was like explaining about the story and he was like uh, about Bukhara and then he was like telling uh he is from he was like wondering then I said oh he is from here um then he was like oh how do you know that I went, I went and visited his places so at the time i felt that special i mean even though he is a religious scholar he doesn't know the source where he come from they all know what he taught what he did but they don't know where he come from so those things were um, those things were like like yeah special um, moment you should always like go and visit um yeah then it's all others are like this architectures colors this turquoise all those colors you always have this tomb when you go inside this tomb yeah and uh, it's the circular thing yeah when you when you when you when you, when you see from uh, when, you, when you look up in the circular thing they will have like lots of designs inside it i mean i'm looking at a picture now it's like like yellow color and then a dark green and it's it's, it's like so much of like patterned style yeah they all have this like this patterned style um designs i mean even at the time i uh, without this printing technology and all those things i don't know how they built this all these things so it was very interesting i mean whenever i look at this uh design i just like get mesmerized i kept looking at them for a while i just like sit somewhere i look at them how they have done and also every buildings they do they, they they find how to bring the sunlight inside i think maybe the sunlights create a glowing yeah so so yeah it was it was it was very interesting so um this is the comparing kiwa and then the bukhara kiwa is like very old ancient city and then bukhara is like um middle i think it's the 13th century uh city so you will find a mix of kiwa and then the samarkand there but the samarkand is the main city where uh the big rulers um i mean this is a city which alexander was not able to capture he said that there is a two places he wants to capture but he couldn't uh do that uh, one is in from india and another is like um another is the samarkand he, he samarkand is like his favorite city like he couldn't get that thing so at the time i mean at the 13th or like um, before centuries um, samarkand was the capital of the whole world can you imagine that similar like like how currently london and all those places were like metropolitan cities samarkand was the was the was the was the 
was the big city so that's why i mean the the the, the buildings if you see them they look really majestic like when you when you, when you look at them you are like like a tiny um people in um when you are like standing on the floor if you just look up it's like so tall it's not the skyscrapers but it's still it's tall yeah so the next one we'll speak about the samarkand why the why samarkand what's the importance of it and some stories so in the last video i mentioned about the guy who had like two wives yeah um i, I just remember I, i just checked my photos i even have the family photos and also the um, in this i mentioned about this bukhara um, i mean the bukhari his tomb and all those things i'll share the photos as well and i did took few videos of those buildings and also the the places um, around around there i'll be posting that as well see you writing about it um after few few try i couldn't really like finish writing about it so i just like thought of like recording it and share with you guys so this was i don't know when exactly i think maybe september or, yeah we were in baku i met this guy his name is tim uh you were staying in a hostel as usual I met this guy and then uh, every day like like usually like on a like a late night and new people we when we meet we just like ask around what's the plan tomorrow where you guys are going and all such things So me and this guy we met and then we thought that maybe we can there is a place called like Mad Balkono you know what is Mad Balkono yeah maybe I don't know just google it So it's basically it's like it's I don't know the exact explanation but it's 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 like it's like it's like just like a hills it's like but with full of mud there is there is no like rocks or anything it's it's, it's just mud there is so it's not like a solid rocks yeah and then in the in the in the in the top where you will if you look at the photos it'll be like like it's like live mud balcony it's like this this mud like blop 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 this kind of like sound will be coming so it's a water and then this kind of mud mixed up it just like try to like come out so it's it's actually it's like like has been uh, active for very long is many years so when we looked at the uh, image it looks nice so we thought of okay we will go and then there were other guys um it's a long story okay so just stay with me uh, so and then there were like two more guys who also said that they want to join us one guy is from stephen is from new zealand and then another is a chinese guy he's living in germany so they also said that okay we want to go together and they said okay tomorrow um um we all will leave maybe on 11 o'clock uh, but me and tim tim is trying to go go to india Uh, I mean along his route so he 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 needs to go to the Indian embassy on the morning and I am at in the middle of confusion whether I'm going to Uzbekistan via Russia or else if I can get a visa from Kazakhstan so I need to um also I need to visit this both embassy as well um and also yeah I applied an Iranian visa as well 
because i need to see it's 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 it's, it's, it's only if you look at the map then you'll be able to identify how i can go to um Uzbekistan along whether in the top which is Russia or is in the in the in the in the middle which is Kazakhstan or the downside is the Iran so i tried every approaches so 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 on the next on the day we need to go to Mudvalkano is supposed to go to Russian embassy so i went to Russian embassy it's they closed it they, they don't open it on the day and then then i went to this Kazakh uh, embassy yeah, some something was happening so it it's delayed so I told to those guys these New Zealand guys I mean that that Stephen and another guy told them that okay uh, if we both are late you guys just go ahead we will join you there so so those guys I think they up they being punctual they just left like 11 o'clock so they they went there and then they saw the mud well you know in the in in the daytime we for both of us to really like finish our work it become the 11 o'clock supposed to be 11 o'clock it finished on only like 2 o'clock so we message each other and then he said okay i think we should still go let's not miss the plan so we took the bus we thought that it's going to be like something like near or, or it's going to be possible but the bus went for like one one and a half hours from the city of baku until this this madwalkno place i can't remember the name so it's 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 yeah the timing is like one one and a half hours it's, and then after that from there it's like 709 kilometers where we need to take a cab so before even the bus reaches the main stop where we can get the cab this there are like some cab uh, drivers i mean uh, the local drivers this not even a cab is just like they have the car and then they don't have like cab is uh, i mean like uh, like a cab as a, like a separate cab service is just like when whoever owns the car because it's minimum people yeah less people owns the car so whoever owns the car they will they will just use it as a secondary businesses so before even the bus reaches the stop the this this car drivers they block the bus in like before like 2 3 kilometers because so they can get their clients like us who wants to take the cab to the to the Volcano place we asked them how much uh, their price was like with costly uh, i can't remember what is the baku currency it was like 30 or 40 something it's 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 not what we wanted he said that no we are not taking cab okay so sorry this guy kept approaching us and then there was then there was another driver who came and so so we decided that no we are not taking anything okay so we just kept on walking because he was a hitchhiker like like from 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 Netherlands until the place where at the Baku he all the places he hitchhiked myself i'm i'm like in mix of a lot of things yeah so so we decided that today uh, team we are not getting any any uh, we, we are not getting a cab so we will just whether we hitchhike or whether we walk so the one of the driver who uh trying to like sell his service he said that okay you guys don't need to pay okay i'll just i'll just I, anyway i'm going back home i'll drop you guys at this in middle of this uh place and he said okay thanks so so because he also want to have some conversation with him so we kept on like uh speaking something and then um then uh 
then yeah then he dropped dropped us at the place then we look at the map there is like two well we don't have like a internet map i mean like the the real like a life map we have the saved map in the map map maps told me so we see that there is like two volcano both also in the opposite direction we don't know which volcano to go so we decided that he was recommend okay let's just go to this one this one like seems to be near so we kept on walking it's like um it's not really like uh, the road is not really like a desert but it's still like in a village as you will find this f- uh, like this bit flat um uh, it's it's not really like a road like it's just like something laid on there so we just kept on walking and then we reached the volcano place uh, not reached the volcano place the the to enter this volcano hills i'm not sure whether should i call hills or not to this place itself there is like a fully like uh, covered with the the mulukambik in english la it's like some sort of like protecting um, just assume it's a wall okay so it's protected by that so we cannot enter so there is like police uh, like a securities they want some money as well if you want to go inside you need to pay us this thing and it's like 10 dollar said no we cannot and they said no you cannot uh, you cannot go in um and they said we were like uh, we tried to like negotiate with the guys doesn't want to allow us less than that they said okay let's forget about this thing okay i told him the idea that okay he also i think he was thought about the same idea as well there is a place far away from here where we can jump from the thing and he was really into that idea as well so we just went along around that security place just 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 like almost 1 km along this uh, along that wall side and from there he cannot see us then we both of us jumped in jumped in then we kept on walking it's become dark. it's like i think it's like already like 5 hours yeah 5 or something and it started getting dark kept on walking i'm i'm already tired because the hills go it's not like it's like going up it's like go up go down go up go down kind of thing so i kept on uh we kept on walking it was almost near i told tim my mobile battery is going to die uh i don't have charge they said i have one charge like so don't worry said tim why don't we just go back i think this mud volcano is not something very very interesting check okay, we came here let's not give up okay so let's go he was like me he just not want to give up on things so we so it was like a good pair so we kept on speaking about different topic then we reached almost like a top then where then that was like a too dark it was like parking dog it was like very big and it's dark night we have only like a one torch it was like trying to like uh like 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 bite us then there was like a one long stick came from came from the very far that's the good uh what's the english terms huh yeah it's yeah sheep is that sheep or is it yeah it's basically the the good protector no it's called what is it called it's called uh it's called Okay, I guess you guys get it. It's just like the man who who take care of all the goods, not goods, it's sheep. Yeah, sheep. Sheep. Yeah. Um so he was there to like 
when you throw the stick at these dogs we didn't even know there is someone there because it was just dark it's pure dark okay pure dark and then 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 he came here and i said no no don't worry don't worry then he then he bring back his dog so he was like this dogs was like protecting the girls and also him ah uh, yeah i felt like, oh he saved our life then we walked up further up he we also confirmed with that guy is there is he is the only one who we met in this whole walk in this muddy places uh we uh, we asked him he said yeah there is something on the up he gone there with his torch light it was it's a very long walk when we, when we reached there this stupid muddy volcano is not even like bigger than like a how do you say it's 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 not bigger than like 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 a four square feet or something it was like just small and then it was like just bubbling up look 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 kind of thing we were like at the time only we realized that oh, okay we, we came to a wrong volcano vul- was wrong mud volcano not the i mean it's still the mud active mud volcano but it's just not the big one it's the small one so i was like so while I, while i was walking i was like messaging to to stephen as well just to make sure whether those guys really saw the mud volcano or not because we don't want to go like empty handed without seeing anything because those guys came early and then they left as well and my mobile switched off so i couldn't like reach reach back to those guys i bought the sim actually uh, but the internet doesn't work very well there yeah um yeah so so which and then i try even though the mobile charge is gone i just want to like see the video i try to see the the, the very like uh, how do i say the really slow internet connection it was okay i mean i did saw that uh, this model can so that's the reason we still want to like continue until the yeah when we reached there it was just a five minutes said okay now why so then we at that at at that time it was almost like 7:30 or something then we started to like walk back and we walk back yeah it's already like almost no charge yeah there is no 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 charge so so it's so it's like when we walk back it's it's not a rocky uh, um, small hills yeah but i mean so it's a sand one so we were like just like without any like some sort of like guts we have been like like just like sliding because we couldn't walk we were very tired as well just sliding in the different different uh sliding down different in the different different uh uh mud uh, i don't know what it's called it's called maybe mud hill yeah like a lot of hill then we slide down slide down slide down slide down then almost like we reached and then um uh it was dark and then i we also like need to identify because it's a very big uh, very um narrow highway we need to identify which side we need to go so i was able to and uh, i was able to find some um like s- the places which i have seen before because while i was in the top of the volcano i saw like the long view so i know where the highway was and then which uh, where is the um, the the village and then the, those things so i was i was able to remember so we used those lights to almost finally like like reach the highway this this route the what's special about this this route is like is is it's actually there is no route 
and then it's just like all volcanoes all the, all of these things there uh, i still couldn't believe that when i like tried to like think about um, how we are able to like um, came back from the the hill to the to the highway it's still like surprising i mean yeah god bless so yeah it was a funny moment so 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 those so it's like on those like um activities he was like trying to help me and then i was like trying to help him we had some lot of usual conversation about some different like uh, like thoughts about like uh, like um, some some small amount of like religious things just to understand each other and then some ethical banking and all 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 these kind of like things we are having some good conversation then after that then for the next uh, i stayed there for like for almost like 10 days because he was waiting for his indian visa i'm waiting for the kazakh visa to happen and also um the the special so i so so yeah after that i got my kazakh visa and after like a few days it's it was it's approved i think they took like 3 4 days and then um the the special cargo boat which i shared the photos last time with you guys the special cargo boat um it doesn't have a schedule this it's depends on the demand if they really have a like a let's say if the cargo gets filled or something then they will then they will start so you need we need to be like waiting for that schedule as well so yeah so until the, on the, all those days we are having fun and then we went to like another like a place um, that's very important thing as well uh uh let me just get the exact place name and then i'll record another uh, audio about it okay um anyway uh, just to share why i'm sharing all those things in the audio uh, sometimes it's bit hard to type uh, things in all these things i mean one day i have really have good time i want to really like jot down all those things so so i can speak and bring everything together and this one i just want to share it uh, i i have been like trying to share it for many times but just because it's really like a long story i couldn't really do it so I just like thought of like sharing here let me know what you guys think okay please be upon you everyone okay team Mm-hmm. So I just checked your polar steps. Yes. And it's uh 3 1 3 days. It's almost like a year. In 10 days, I mean exactly the uh, 8th is going to be like 320. You're going to celebrate your yearly anniversary of your travel when you reach Australia. Uh-huh. Melbourne, yeah. Okay, so just for my friends uh and also for the rest of the people who are going to listen this I just want to ask you like uh, randomly few questions so yeah sure just to show there is no pre plan or anything we made just 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 casual talk um yeah so it's been one year uh you have been traveling yeah mm-hmm. um let's do like this like maybe we structure into three like like yeah just tell about like why did you initially like like started what situations made you to start this whole travel mm-hmm. created the the boldness and then the craziness and all those things what made you to travel question. yeah especially the last part because the initial question many people ask me why do i do this yeah so they like your addition to the question um so um i would consider myself to be an adventurous guy uh-huh 
Uh, Switching of the speaker, okay. Yeah. I consider myself to be an adventurous guy and I um, I get bored pretty quickly. Yeah. So I'd like yeah. to do different stuff all the time and some of my friends would acknowledge that. Mm -hmm. I tend to have a lot of hobbies and stuff like that in order to um, yeah, to keep that spark alive or yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and usually before I finish my project, I always already have a new one and I want to continue doing that. So um, anyways, I'm, uh, the other thing is I, now I'm a graduated engineer, but I, I cannot say that I'm a very good student. So I got locked into my study life a little bit longer than I wanted it to be. Um, and um, um, so, which made me stuck in my uh, hometown, basically in Eindhoven, mm -hmm. uh, which, I mean, I had a great time there, but after that, I really wanted to get out. And I had all these years, I had all these ideas um, about what I wanted to do and not like concrete. I never made a plan concrete, like I want to do exactly that. I, but I, it was more of like, I wanted to have that vibe that the, uh, the adventure, the doing all crazy. For example, I had the idea of doing all crazy jobs. Every time I hear somebody did something, traveled and then did something abroad, I thought, okay, that's cool, you know? Uh, but then when I was graduated, I had no idea what to do. Um, so basically like I was finally loose and I wanted to run into a direction by, uh, uh, meaning I was loose from being stuck in Eindhoven, but I had no idea where to go. Um, but before I graduated, I already saw this coming. So I already had some thinking about it. And then I, I remember this guy, he is Dutch and he, uh, he flew to Australia and then he hitchhiked back. And that always kept ringing in my mind because it was sounded quite adventurous to me. And I already had this idea. If I graduate and I have no idea what I want to do, I'm going to hitchhike to Australia. Actually, not because I really well, want to. you were trading it, so you had this idea. So I, yeah, I already had this idea okay. um, as a backup plan to make sure <laughs> to have more chance that I do, could do something. Mm -hmm. And then this would be an initial project uh, because I, my mind li likes to think in projects and then which could initiate new things, right? Because mm -hmm. once you travel, then you meet other travelers and you, meet, and you get new ideas and you might follow up on that yeah. and, and, go, and go further on that. Um, so um and, but it was actually not mainly about australia it was mainly that australia is from a dutch perspective it's on the other side of the world mm. and then so there's a lot of in between yep uh and that was actually my main goal the stuff in between mm. um and yeah so i finally graduated and then um i still didn't i still didn't know at that time i already traveled for two months to canada and and i've been six months in turkey um yeah so I, I already got some some traveling uh done by that time because i did my graduation project in turkey so i spent six months working in turkey uh -huh. um anyways some some details um so so i basically went for it uh so i spent a little bit of time at home and then i i went for it um and one of the things that creates boldness in me um is if I'm too long on a safe spot, I like I said, I could get bored, and and uh, and therefore, in order to make things more interesting to me, 
I like to try to put myself a little bit in a harsh situation, mm -hmm. uh, like going towards the opposite. Mm -hmm. um, because in the end, I have I have this principle, this idea, this mindset about that I want life to be interesting, and uh, you could you could life and and how you experience it seeing as a as a landscape like with with mountains, like you have ups and downs, right? Yeah, Everybody yeah. knows ups and downs. Yeah. And uh, and everybody's always focused on the ups, meaning on, on when life is the best and when you feel the best and or when you're the most successful or you yeah. can define it in different ways. Yeah. When you're feeling the best, when you're most successful, when you enjoy your time the most. Um, but I feel like uh, you cannot have ups without downs. And I, and, and I also feel like if I want to, the, the up to be very high, then I probably risk having a very deep downs as well. And, and what I'm doing is I'm deciding that I want to have those high ups knowing that I will probably have deep downs too. Mm -hmm. And I'm accepting that. So I'm, I'm yeah. So when I, when I decide to do something like this, I take into account that I will have some shit happening to me. Yeah. So you already set the expectation that, yes. that you may die or like you may, you will face all the hard difficulties. Exactly. I think that's what makes us like keep going forward huh? yeah. because we already accept that it's gonna happen it may, it may happen yeah so don't care let's go for it and and there's one i think important thing i'd like to add here so uh, there, so because when you have an up and and the, the up is very high mm. and it gets stable on that side it actually still gets boring yeah uh, so even if you have have a high standard of life and that's sometimes the difference between like a very developed country and a less developed country even though I'm, it's hard for me because I'm quite, uh, uh, how do you say that? By the way, Tim is from Netherlands. Yeah, so I mean, I'm, I'm quite privileged because I'm from the Netherlands and it's a pretty rich country, etc. So I'm not sure if I'm in the right position to say this. Uh, anyways, the point is, um, when, you, when, uh, when you're on the mountaintop and then it keeps going straight from there, even though your level is very high, it still gets boring. It's only interesting if there's a down again, because in the end you have a straight line again. So it doesn't matter how high your straight line is. So it's not the point of going up to a very high mountain and then having a straight line, mm. because because then you you just raise your bar, but it still gets boring. So life, to me, to my opinion, is only interesting if it goes down. I can only have an up if if I go down. Right? Mm. So uh, I'm not trying to get to a really good situation, a good, a good atmosphere, good or, or very successful, and then stay there. No, it has to go down at some point again, because otherwise I will have a straight line again, even though it's very high and on a very good level. Okay. It will still, to my opinion, will still get boring again. So, so ba ba basically, you, you felt that uh, staying in Netherlands is going to be sort of like in a straight line, so you want to have yeah. the up and down. Even so, though that straight line might be on a very high level, some people would argue that that's a good position to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. my case, I would argue that's not a good position to be, or... or I mean, I wouldn't say it's, it's bad, but I, I have a different preference. Yes, yes. My preference I is I want my line to go up and down up because and down. that is interesting. Yep, yep, yep. yep if yeah, it goes straight, no matter on what level, if as, it goes straight. As, as people say that you yeah. need to have a happy and sad situation so you feel really, I mean, you know the value of what is happy and what is a sad. Yeah. And, and a very simple metaphor I could use is that some people ask me what kind of, uh, what, what season of the year I like the most, right? Ah, uh, really? Well, here, here, uh, you don't really have seasons or two, maybe. Yeah. In, in my country, we have four seasons, um, and m many people would say summer. 
and I'm saying, well, I like all of them, and especially I love summer, but I only love summer after I have win had winter. Ah. Uh, right? Yeah. And, and, and it's the same thing. Like, I want things to be interesting. If it's, if it's 25 degrees Celsius, very um, comfortable, um, every day, then it becomes boring to me. Yeah. Then you look for places where it has a different season. Yeah, and then I go to minus 20 or minus 30, which I've done before and camped in minus 30. Was that? Oh, minus 30, okay. Or okay, without okay. bringing a tent and etc. Uh -huh. Because I wanted to, well, there's many reasons why I wanted to do that. But yeah, I wanted to challenge myself in that. And after that, I, I enjoyed the summer a lot. You okay, know? I, I have one question. You mentioned about like uh, you had you saw this I heard or saw this about this this guy who who went to Australia and then started hitchhiking. Yeah. What is the the gap between the the day you hear the news and then the day you started traveling? Yeah. I mean, you don't need to be exact days. I mean, like, is it like number of years? Yes. How many years? Um, six at least. Six years, huh? Yeah. Yeah. The reason why I want to ask is that it's similar like how, what the, one of the topic I told before. It's like some people want would have thought that they wanted to do it yeah, yeah? but they, they they just know that you you you, you travel for one year but yeah. the thing is that the the inception of this idea happened in your in your heart and your mind or something yeah bef uh, and in the six years it took six years to really ha uh, have this thing so so people when they have Only this after six years i had the opportunity to do this yeah 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 that's yeah that's the thing i want to highlight so when people have this kind of thoughts they should not tell that oh i have been trying i couldn't do yeah. It took six years for this guy, yeah. this team, they, it may took a shorter or longer time for them. Okay, cool. Um, one more thing I'd like to add here yeah. is that uh, you could see this as uh, achieving one of your goals or having a dream and then uh, having that dream realized, uh, right? Uh, yeah. Well, some people have like one big dream which is very far away and then when they're in the early 30s, 20s they think in, in like somewhere in my 30s i'm gonna do that mm. and they only face that dream but that dream is very far away and maybe it it never really happens so i'm not like i'm not sure if what i'm going to say works for everybody but i do like it for myself until now often um because i was done in study life and mm. uh, so i was already set for a big degree, right? Yeah. I was studying, so that that decided a lot of my time spent. But I had dreams of traveling. You mean that takes up a lot of your time? Yeah, like yeah. I was already fixed in my, oh, in my okay, college Oh, okay, 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 locked up, locked up. Locked okay. up, yeah. so, but I still had this dream of traveling. Mm -hmm. So how could I do this? And I didn't only wait for this specific trip after my studies, no, because then I would have had no travel within my studies, and I actually did. So what I did was I had smaller dreams and I tried to dream in something that I could realize really quickly. So every day, every year I could realize at least one dream. Which Meaning, is like you mean having like a short travel to a nearby countries? For example, uh, like okay. I had this dream of like I wanted, to, I, I, at the time I wanted to do something a little bit extreme. Um, and that's for example going uh, camping into extreme environments and uh -huh. every year I, I camped at least two times a year cool. for, for a week or two weeks and then uh, usually the winter was the most exciting one because the winter one was the most tough one yeah uh, and then every time I went to a m much more colder place and I used different gear or less gear to achieve uh, something and that was a dream I went for and I also had like uh, I, I had guides so sometimes I paid a guide to uh, teach you to something teach me yeah. something um, and then uh, sometimes I had this one guy, he had this Arctic survival course. Mm -hmm. I thought, man, that was cool. And, and, and when I saw it, I only had a couple of months and then uh, this course would be there. 
at the time I couldn't do it. So one and a half years later was the first next time I could do it, went for it. Bam, one dream crossed off. So and I could dream again. It's like, again. A, it's, it's, like, it's like a pre-preparation, is it? Should we say like that? No, because at that, that time my thought didn't go any further because there was no point. Uh. Because I knew I was locked in for four years. Um, so I would try to dream within what was accessible. Okay, okay. Right? In, instead of being ideal, in mean, you yeah. just, just do what you can kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So dream more accessible and then being able to fulfill a dream in a year or two years and then being able to dream again. Yeah, yeah. It's, because that's the thing. If yeah. you have a dream which, which you can only realize 10 years from now, then, then it stops you dreaming. Yes, yes. It, 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 it's very important. It, 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 so you will have one dream and you will be locked in that dream for 10 years. Well, if you can fulfill one dream after one year, you can dream again, right? Because it also negatively discourages you if, let's say, oh, we have been thinking this for 10 years, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. This kind of bad mentality can happen as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Anyway, um, it's, it's cool. Uh, let's move on to the next part. Okay. You ha- that's so, so the, the, uh, I mean, people get the idea. The next thing is that like, you have started, yeah? At some point, you'd have thought that, man, we should be continuing doing for the rest of the life. Or at some point, we think, uh, you think that, oh, maybe we should stop here. I think it's enough. This kind of situation, it has, it, it has already happened. During my travels. Yeah, during my travels, yeah. yeah. So, 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 um, yeah, just, just share, share some moments which, which, which happened or our memories that, that, that told you, to that okay you should continue doing this kind of thing i like just just share like important pieces of this whole year thing which you want to always share with your kids with your brothers with your sisters what is that memory yeah what do you want me to share like like cool memory story or more like towards um how did i make decisions during my travels i wouldn't want to go for the tough dishes because it's gonna be, uh, varied by people, be, people and varies by situations, uh, situations. But these are all the stories, which, which always want you to, t- which tells you, okay, you should travel again. Yeah. Okay, for example, I was, I was, I was, I was in Mongolia. Okay, yeah. I was, I was, I was went into these rural villages and all those things. I looked at those kids and then, yeah. um, I mean, basically the communities, how the locality looks and all those things. Yeah. it's totally different. It's like 100, 200 percentage totally different from how I live in India, or how I used to live in India, or yeah. Singapore, or Malaysia, it's totally different. Yeah. So when I looked at, oh, where are these guys? <laughs> it's like an another planet. So this, this, this is a curiosity for me, it always, okay, okay, what is in the Latin America? What is in Africa? This uh-huh. kind of thing, this, this, yeah. these are all the things which always want me to travel again and again. Yeah. So what are all the things that... that, that so, so what I like that you shared is something very cultural and about what people do, right? Yeah. That was one of my main topics. When you ask a traveler, like, what are you going for? Because you have to spend your time somewhere. Some people like to see architecture. Some people like to yeah. see nature. Yeah. My main goal was um, seeing culture and learn from the people how they do things, how they think. Yeah. Um, so I want to get into t- into touch with people. Yeah. How did I do that? What was the way? Uh, hitchhiking. Yeah. Um, which ended up being very oh, yeah. tough and exhausting. Yeah. Because, like, some people consider me an extrovert, but I'm actually an introvert. Meaning, being social with people takes energy. And when you hitchhike and you and you get a ride from from a person, then you have to entertain this person. That's your job. Your yeah. job is entertaining this person. Yeah. 
but what if they don't speak your language? Then you have to entertain a person without using many words, yeah. which is can be a challenge. Yeah. And then after 10 minutes or after an hour, it both happens, uh, you get dropped off the car and then you stand next to the road again, flagging the next one. Uh, and standing next to the road in any type of weather and making contact with, with the drivers is already exhausting, especially if you're standing for two or three hours. Yeah. Uh, and then you get another car again and energy drains again, right? It's mm. a circle. Mm. Uh, but meaning, meaning, it's not to my to my experience, it's not easy. It it is very draining. And but why did I do this? Uh, because I felt it was the only way I saw um, to really get into touch with the local people. Yeah, man. Because I'm 100% reliant on them. Yeah. And often uh, I had a tent with me, and often I found myself dropped off in some little town somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Nobody speaks the same language as I do. And then people, and then it's seven or eight o'clock in the evening and it's already getting dark. And then the locals sometimes contact me and they try to ask me like, like, where are you going to sleep? What are you going to do? And then usually at that time I haven't had dinner yet and I have no idea where I'm going to sleep. But my story always is I'm going to camp somewhere yeah. with my tent. And then I make some gestures and I explain to them tent and Google Translate is my best friend in these kind of cases, often helps Google me Google Translate, ah, yeah. So, um, and then, and then usually they say, did you already eat? And then usually my answer was no. And then before I had a plan or, or anything, some local would offer me food and the yeah. same or another local would offer me a bed. And so before the end of the evening, I was completely taken care of by the locals, Yeah, which is awesome. Uh, and it's, it's like a great way to, to get to know the locals. Yeah. And I like to, I like to, tell one um, not too long specific story. I was in Uzbekistan, um, uh, which is an Islamic country. Um, and by that time I already had a couple of Islamic countries, for example, uh, Azerbaijan, Iran and Turkey. Um, and, um, and I was dropped off in a town and I was walking um, and I, I, ha- oh, I, I had a ride from one big city to, to the other What's major the city. Uh, I wanted to go to. Uh, I, I don't have the, the city sharp anymore. Bukhara, Kiwa? Uh, Bukhara, yeah. Oh, okay, Bukhara, yeah. yeah. From Kiwa to Bukhara. That's okay. like 450 kilometers, I think. Yeah, I yeah. wanted to do that in one day. Yeah. This was old years' days, yeah. meaning the a Christian. N- not the Christian, just the Western New Year's. Oh. Like the, the, 30, the 31st oh. of December. Oh, okay, okay. This day it was. Um, so I wanted to, to hitchhike four, 450 kilometers, which is usually a little bit far and yeah. uh, anyways so I was on the road uh, and I got dropped off once that morning already in a place I really didn't want to be because they really insisted me on, on going somewhere while, while I want to get out um, and then uh, some guy um, he decided to, to take me into his car and then again we didn't speak any word in the same language I know that yeah uh, what was his name again uh, I, don't, I don't remember his name but um, and he had uh, he had a pop- couple of people in the back. I was in the in the next to the driver, and then I needed to go straight. I needed to go 300 kilometers straight. And what did he do? After two kilometers, he took a right turn into like a, a sandy dirt road, uh-huh. and was like, "Not again!" This morning it already happened. Like, I want to get out of this car. Like, you're going the, r- the wrong direction. I don't want to go in this direction. Omid is his name, by the way. His name is Omid. 
Oh, so, uh, and then, so I made a gesture like, I want to get out. And he said, no, 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 uh, we're going to go keep driving. And I said, no, I want to get out. And at some point I was like, I'm opening the door while the car was driving. Uh, I said, I want to get out. And he still insisted on me sitting there. And then I was like, okay, Tim, well, you, right now you're in his hands and l let's just go with the flow. Yeah. Let's not try to dictate too much. It's because in the end, I'm a guest here. Yeah, and as yeah. long as nothing weird, like nothing scary happens, then yeah. it's fine. Yeah. So let's not push the buttons too much. So I went for it. And in the end, what Omid wanted to do was bring me to his house and celebrate a New Year's Eve with him. Ah. How cool is that? So, and I was the guest of honor, right? Oh, so basically he, he, he went in a different direction just because he wants to give you a surprise. Yeah, so, so he got me off the street and then into his car. We didn't communicate much because we couldn't. And then he drove me straight to his Super house. Super cool, man. And then he said, and, the, like, and then we came into his, his room and there was a long table, like four meters long, completely set, complete with food. Like the whole table was set with a whole lot of food. Uh, and, uh, and he said, sit down and start eating. <laughs> That's what he did. And, and this was the table, which is pretty low to the ground. So you would usually sit or lay down yeah. uh, on, the, on the carpet because the whole yeah, thing yeah, yeah. like you a Turkish yeah. traditional. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but a different flavor I had in Iran, definitely. Um, so the, the, the I mean, I could go into all, yeah, the, yeah, oh, yeah, all the, the lessons I learned yeah, from the not, local. Not, not, yeah. yeah, but it was really cool experience. And I, and in the end, he he um, he showed me all around his friends. So his whole town was all family, of course. Oh, so cool. then I went to his brother's place, to his sister's place, to his parents' place, and then to his friends' place, and then all the friend, friends came okay. together, etc., etc. Okay. But you get the point, right? Yeah, yeah. So really so cool so experience. just 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 to give a back uh, like context to the the listeners. So basically, Tim has hitchhiked from from Europe to Turkey to Georgia, Georgia Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan then you did you take the sh oh you went to the Iran yeah, under yeah. Turkmenistan then uh, Kazakhstan or no, Uz Uzbekistan Uzbekistan, ah, okay. Tajikistan, Kyrgyzstan, Kazakhstan and then I quit hitchhiking and I traveled I, to China and then good, so that was a good decision yeah. okay yeah so yeah. so so the, 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 the thing is that yeah he likes the cultures and all those things. So, so basically how he encountered or experienced this culture is basically you stand on the road and then you beg for the food or beg for the road. Yeah. It's not a really like a begging, yeah. but he ask for a help and then see. Then that's where you really see like when you are on the road and then yeah. if they help and then they don't help or like how they help is, is the totally the, the experience which you can get with the direct with the local instead of you take a public transport exactly. and then you travel like a normal like a local person, yeah. which is cool. Okay. This, this, so this is these are all the stories which keeps you you wanted to do it again and again yeah yeah okay cool yeah, okay now now it's gonna be one year it's gonna be in Australia yeah uh, so what's after this I'm gonna get a job hopefully <laughs> at okay. least I'm gonna search for a job that's my uh, my goal okay let's say that's the job is for the next one year to make your thing sustainable What's what's after for the next two, five, ten years? Like, what what are you gonna what what is your long? Because you had your knowledge gathered in all these countries about the people, about the gestures, and all those yeah. things for the one year. Yeah. How did did you find something that you I mean, wanted? There's there's a lot of small lessons I learned. Like I, I. Like. I, would, I wouldn't say like I'm an expert now on, on different cultures. Yeah. But I do have a lot of. 
uh, ideas and like for now for example if I would start reading a book about a certain culture I would have an image ne- to the story right yeah um, so I think this is a great way to learn about cultures but still reading or having a teacher in, in whatever way still also teaches you yeah but I think it's much more valuable if you have this experience the other thing is I want to keep um, I want to keep working in a mutual multicultural environment mm. because that's much more interesting to me than having one culture especially my own culture yeah yeah, yeah. Um, again and I know that's probably going to be more hard than being in your own culture but it's more interesting to me so basically you want to work in a different culture yeah so uh, because I'm, I'm for now I'm looking for a starter position as an engineer mm-hmm. um, uh, so I'm. I'm so uh, by the way, Tim is an uh, Tim. His gradu- uh, his education is robotics engineering. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to start for uh, a company in Australia, mm-hmm. and right now my goal is to to have a a big multi uh, Culture, okay, a, a multinational company, mm-hmm. uh, and I could grow into the company a bit for a couple of years, okay. and and maybe switch positions from time to time, mm-hmm. and then start off in Australia, which is let's say more closely related to my culture, but then later on would go to a different site somewhere in Asia or whatever. Do, do you foresee that you want to like, okay, I mean, of course, you go ha- you may have a chance to travel while you're working with the multinational companies, yeah. but do you do you foresee that you, want to, you may want to take uh, another break in your life like this? Um, out of 10, or, or, how much is your, your uh, thoughts now? Like, do you think that maybe in a, out of out six? I find it hard to say, like usually I'm, I'm quite, uh, freestyle so ah, okay. and with the job I do take it very seriously and for now I'm 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 trying to find the, the right aim for the job and, and want to go 100% cool. for that okay um, so and and then, but then in the end I, I don't know what's gonna happen right I cannot foresee so for now I'm, I'm aiming high I'm aiming for a good start of an of a career okay right now I'm very much aiming for a career okay cool uh, but I do think that at some point after either a year or a, a small number of years, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a break again and do something different. Because knowing myself, I wanna I wanna change. I wanna change over time. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I mean, this 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 sort of like tie, ties up your first conversation with the last point. I mean, like initially uh-huh. when you told that your your roots or your where you want to go and all those things is freestyle so so even for your future travels and all those things you don't have like this is a plan this, this is what i'm gonna so you don't know yeah. so it's not like that yeah, it's, it's good so you just want to go on a freestyle maybe you work in a multinational company and then sometimes maybe you feel that oh it's still boring you may want to do something yeah. else okay so i'm gonna take this serious so i'm gonna i'm gonna work hard for that. i'm gonna try to come up with a tactic like mm-hmm. with a plan mm-hmm. and everything and with the aim and try to see how can i achieve this aim mm-hmm. But I'm, but I don't know what's gonna happen, right? Cool. So, so, um, yeah. If if after a year or ha- let's say for initially for after a couple of months, uh, the company that I'm working for I don't like it or for whatever reason, then then I'm gonna decide. Well, I'm gonna quit and go for a different one, for example. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we have reached 20 minutes. I don't want to take uh, much of everyone's time as well. Yeah, basically, yeah, that's what I want to hear as well. I mean, this mm-hmm. is the first time I'm I'm having like a detailed, um, like I mean, like like story about like why you want to start and all those things. It's yeah. cool. Um, thanks, team.
All the best for your future. I mean, um, I just want to share that you have been uh, here with me. I mean, we met in Azerbaijan. Now you are in Malaysia after yeah. like seven months, I uh-huh. guess. Yeah. And we met, and then now you're on, on its end of the trip uh, as well. So it's a good time we meet just mm-hmm. to have your uh, like a re- I can say like a pre-reflection or something. Okay. Anyway, all the best. Yeah. We see in we're future. Gonna, we're gonna meet again, right? Yeah, man. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I was, I was visiting a tourist place near that place there is a super uh, it's, a, it's a, like a local market which where they sell mostly the seasonal products for example like apple orange and uh, um, those kind of things not just 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 fruits but anything which are locally like like prepared not imported like like agricultural products like food products uh, what else yeah it's, it's, it's mostly these things because uh, the other like material material based products are like sto- uh, are sold in normal shops so which you can imagine uh, what will be in this local market I mean it's it's just the same mostly it's a similar local market as you see in your village or in, or in wherever okay so the reason why I want to share this audio uh, is I looked at those products for example in a one shop they were selling local made chocolates that local made chocolates if you look at it from like a two meter distance you will feel like this chocolate could have come from Europe because mostly these chocolates are imported from that place eh? so you, it would look like that but the f- actual fact is only the the packaging sale is based to the European standard like like okay for example sneakers they have like snackers and then uh, there is like a the coconut candy chocolate which used I think it's called like bounty or something they rename it as a uh, beauty so these kind of products yeah so so just just to make people familiarize for the end users to familiarize about the product they made it they made the package design like that okay okay there is like two things to look two insights from it one the thing is that it's a local product they just doesn't sell like an uh, uh, like 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 a simple product like like just just put it in a like a plain plastic paper then just roll it with something but they made sure it's a fully finished product so they packaged it that's one thing second thing is like the colors and all those things even sometimes they couldn't I mean without having any design but having a design something people are familiar it allows the merchants not uh, don't uh, save their time explain what the product is about because people already get it yeah so this was this was one interesting thing I saw in the market and then other things uh, other things start to I didn't like see but but these start these things start to create 
thoughts in my mind about like why not like like every villages every towns every country has its own set of like a local people who has their own products why not we set up like a uh, a training institute or a vocational training or like 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 whatever it is like the end thing is that just to give awareness to people that they could make a brand out of their product so it could compete with the other products in the industry because the one uh, uh very like a fearing not like fearing not the right word it's like a one i in the long term if you see the one bad thing coming into this whole world is monopoly the one who is expert at something is getting big and big and big and yes of course it's obvious the one who is expert will become uh and uh, and a big company but it's not good for the society it's like you cannot assume just say it as like like a capitalist economy but it's like it's like less percentage of the people gonna have something in their own hand when someone become monopoly they start to dominate they start to dictate what the people need to pay for this product which is not good for the society so if we think in that perspective on top of helping our merchants to sell the products we are also able to um create a society or create an environment where everyone is able to make money for the living everyone is pays for a product at a reasonable price instead of leaving a monopoly to design yeah, that's it that's what i want to share from this incident so in the last topic i focused about why the packaging or like a finished product is important for a local uh, for local merchants and how it can affect the or make an impact in the society in the long term whether we buy a product or whether we sell a product and overcoming the challenges from the monopoly of companies so so i thought about it how we can make action out of it or like how we can make this 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 whole mindset or like this whole uh system into a place in a more like sustainable ma- manner like like no organization or like now need to be there to really like make i mean like no external party or external organization need to be there to make it happen it need to comes out of the people how we can make it happen so i was thinking about it then in the mba colleges yeah in colleges which give mbas and even in uh, any sort of colleges in some colleges in the final year they try to do uh give assignments or like a projects to people where they need to come up with the practical uh business model or like a you know, practical solution from the knowledge they have so far acquired in the academic what i mean by is like 
imagine okay let's say all the local merchant has a union that union goes to a school or a college and then tell to them this is the problem we are currently facing in the industry in the business in our community okay we have tried to solve those problems but it would be good to get a solutions or approaches new ideas from the new minds are like someone who is outside of this whole thing it's which is like like students students every generation or like every set of students will have a, like a different sort of perspective on how they look at things so using the the students using the knowledge they have so uh, so far acquired and also using this utilizing this local merchants business as a platform and then they could test their ideas as well so both way the merchants are benefited by solving their own problems from new perspective from the students secondly the students are benefiting by applying the knowledge in a practical environment this way when the students get out of the finish their studies they will have like 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 real experience on what they need to do even like while they studying also like when they go and do this kind of thing this will make them like to be interested more in their studies instead of like just doing theory based stuff also we could that's one that's like this merchants getting help from the students also the others could be like they could organize competition yeah i mean in tech field we have these hackathons hackathons in most cases companies wanted to solve their own problem that's what they conduct it's not and also through that they can find a uh, uh, recruit a good students yeah similar like that not just tech companies everyone could do this kind of things to solve their own problem and also helping the student community community to think more what do you guys think about this how how can we make it in make this into an action is it easy or is it hard will it be a bigger impact or lower impact remember last time i met the guy from azerbaijan at batumi so while i was walking in the streets of tbilisi in the old market suddenly he saw me and then i saw him then we said hi then we were like just asking how is everything and all those things and he reminded me to send the pictures and also when i come to baku i should meet him and all those things it was an accident i didn't expect that he'll be uh, coming to batumi at the same time here as well because he is cycling his timing could be different i'm just like taking over and i try anyway he was fast uh, so we plan to meet in baku again because it's his place and i was expecting we uh, let's go and see a local person the local person can share more about the vera about the place cultures and all those things <coughs> so i come to baku and i told him i have reached baku then he told me man it will take me like 
few more days to reach there but anyway I have given your contact your my to my son he will contact you so his son is a very he's a very like a very smart intelligent guy he know what he's doing why he's doing and all those details so he's a very very like a smart guy and expect someone like him at his age of like 16 or 17 will have this much knowledge and this has this much leadership capabilities because he is an uh, president in his school anyway let me share the story so 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 he told me that uh, we can meet uh, after like a uh, different arrangement and he thought that okay uh, he said he said that um, he'll be busy on the Sundays because he had exam on Monday so I told him why not now because at the time he was sitting at a restaurant it was like only six o'clock I thought maybe I could just meet with him for dinner then he told me my place is only here then the restaurant I stay is, is just like like 200 to 300 meters away from his uh, place then I said okay let's go so I waited for him um, uh, for him so it was like 30 40 minutes he arrived at the place he was very well dressed he, he was wearing a glass like like how this I mean like his specs like a big businessman which, uh, which has like a big the big uh, the biggest uh, lens also with um, with some gold uh, frame it's usually like people like 30 35 years they want to wear something like that but he was wearing that I mean it looks good on him and then um, he he uh, and it looked good on him and he was wearing a good jacket so yeah I mean like he doesn't look like a 16 year 17 year old guy he looked like a very like a mature person then I as he handshake he told him well, let's go there and then uh, we went to his place so that is his Elmi's studio so it was a surprise know that Elmir is not just painters even though his his room is full of paintings he is an architect I didn't know that uh, because uh, once his son gave me a book and he told me this uh, gift he can keep it with you and I said okay then I started to go through the book it's 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 all Elmi's architect so most of the important buildings in this um, place uh, in this city has been done by him so he was like a project manager architect and all those things so which was was very surprising for me to know that he's not just a painter but he's an architect as well so I asked his son how come your dad told me that yeah, he's a painter yeah he, even though he's an architect he always wanted to say that he's a painter uh, because that's, that's, that's what he loves to be and I said okay I thought of like understands this artist artist uh, view about themselves then I continue going through the book and then then we started speaking different topics so he just finished his studies and then he is he's like um, 
trying to finish his study in the sense of school. Now he's trying. He has been applying in many uh, college, colleges, of course, different part of the world because his dad and also he they want to have like a overseas studies. So it's good for them instead of being here uh, because he says that the study inside Azerbaijan may not be enough for him. Mm, and then also that uh, he shared that he has been like preparing lots of um, uh, like a sort of like a qualification factors I'm not exactly sure so the qualification fashion fashion qualification factors are like um, things which are um, which are which are like um, how do I say it's like some of his teachers need to provide a teachers or the institutes here need to provide a uh, recommendation to those colleges he is applying um, that he is capable of joining those colleges so remember like um, the for English we used to have like a TOEFL, IELTS, IELT, this, this kind of thing right that's only for English but to apply for lots of colleges that need there is like a, some sort of like an educational um, program where you like try to show your capability and all those things through that program so he was so that kind of program he is trying to so he was he was preparing for those kind of programs and uh, it looks standard but he's it's like he seems to do lots of initiatives not initiatives like activities to do uh, to do all those things one of the activities he done is like he arranged uh, a, a Olympic game across uh, the institute. I can't remember the institute name. You can find the institutes uh, students who study in different uh, different institutes are among them arrange the Olympic games. So he led as a leader who arranged all the programs, the banners, and all those things. It was like a six-month project. He spent all his time, and his dad also helped. Um, so 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 it's a lot of things. So he that is this this is the first time he done that. And then all the um, uh, college, uh, not the institutes, people have uh, appreciated it for for all these uh, initiatives he has done. I mean, at, at this 16 to 17 age, you can't expect someone to lead like like this kind of like a bigger initiative, like like 60, 70 participants who play in the game and arrange a different game, points, awards, um, occasion, when this happening, what need to be done in this uh, before two months, three months, it's a long process. So he led that. So I was very impressed with the way he, he shared and, and all the things he has done. Then I kept, I, did, I didn't speak much. I mean, when he started speaking, I, I, I'm not even able, able to like speak much. I kept listening to all the interesting things he has shared. Then he told me that uh, he was able to hack Gmail account because he was able to hack his friend's Gmail account. I thought maybe he could, so I challenged him. Okay, how about like you, you, you hack mine? He tried, tried, couldn't. But anyway, it's 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 a it's a it's a, it's a good thing he take us challenges and then he tried to do himself. How he done this hack is, is, is simple. Like you, you put your forget password, it asks you another secondary email. Then you put the secondary email and to the secondary email, they send you this verification code. I didn't even know that this Google stupid thing uh, 
accept any any email as secondary email because it should put the secondary email <coughs> that secondary email i have put it when i signed up not like any random thing so they send the verification code and they send the verification code then they then it accept verification code but it doesn't provide you to allow the change the password tells you we will review in a number of few days then we will send you then we will re, uh, reply back so yeah i don't think it's that's possible that's easy to hack but yeah so it was just good to see that he was like trying to do it himself and then his father also like challenged him to once before we before like long back to hack one of the site uh, which he was uh, trying to get some information he told him that if you are able to hack i will provide you this money he tried tried he couldn't then his father still gave him the prize because that he even though he didn't able to make it he tried it so it was very it seems to be like a very encouraging for him so he did that and then uh, what else that guy has a lots of story but yeah it was interesting to see him and then i realized that he elmi doesn't seems to be a small guy but he does says that architect in baku doesn't get that paid and all that much pay well, i think it's better than nothing so i thought that okay he's not like a very like a um penilas guy he does he does have some base for him then after few days elmi came with me again i went to see him at the studio and he shared his stories then the last day before i leave to be see sorry baku i try to spend some time with him for sharing stories with his friends about the art i mean like uh, artist life that there's lots of funny stories it's like like first thing both of them is like atheist so they don't believe in god and all those things and also they were like questioning me why does god want to prohibit the paintings the paintings are are, are good are there i mean paintings are good beautiful and all those things are what god is like trying to paint that i was like trying to share my opinion about all those things it's like you can look at the um, examples of statues statues are built to show people's strength when somebody who is your enemy who wants to destroy you he will demolish the statues and then he will he will do one another level another set of one of the statues it's keep on going why is that needed and then he asked what is the connection between statues and painting there is a connection the statues are kept outside paintings are just kept inside that's it so yeah the conversation went on happening but it is very helpful for me to be at a place understand others people's opinion and how people like him like yeah that it is think about all this rulings and all those things because we have i mean especially, especially me i have all this brought up in a conservative thing when we think when we, they say that okay this is not something you should do we follow and then sometimes we try to question on themselves we, we, we mostly like get the answers as the rule according to the rules doesn't really get like a different like a very like a opponent opinion you don't really get an opponent opinion um so it was good for me so i kept on discussing about this thing then um 
most people like it's their life they have chosen to be at believing in God and all those things whenever I speak with sort of people it allows me to listen his opinion but also I try to get a more confidence about my belief why why we are doing this why we are not doing that because when 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 I am like just believe something, it's just I believe. But when I when someone try to challenge my beliefs, I try to bring in more answers for them and then try to know more about it. So so it's very good. Then uh, then they started speaking Russian language. Uh, yeah, this guy, his friend, he spent was sharing that he he spent like. Spent like five months in a in a mountain writing about books. Yeah, he is a writer. He does he do translation, but also he write books. He has wrote like six books so far, and then he's making living out of these books. And he has he's divorced with his family as well, but he still meet his wife and his daughters. But yeah, he's divorced. He said that through these books he takes the he use the money. Um, to live and then it was like he shared like three thousand manat he was three thousand four thousand manat he get per year it's just very less which is like three thousand dollars per year per month yeah we can say like uh three hundred dollars uh, so he's happy with it yeah it's it's him so uh it's good he's happy about it but yeah it's like because he said that even though we don't get money but the satisfaction is enough I agree with that as well. Whether it's a high money or low money, if someone is able to continue doing something they like, it's good.